This is the Emergency Medical Minute, sponsored by Health One. On July 10th, 2019, the Emergency Medical Minute in CarePoint hosted a panel with 10 speakers on a wide variety of topics. This is Dr. J.P. Brewer talking about how one pill can kill. I gotta be totally honest, microphones make me very anxious, so I'm just gonna say that out loud into the microphone. Um, so uh, one pill or swallow can kill. This is, I think is an interesting topic, um, and I'll try to be kind of overview, and in fact it's very much overview. If you Google this, you can find probably five to eight different papers, all that list um, different pills that can kill, which I found was interesting, right? It's not as simple, you know, I thought, oh, there's a list of maybe 10 of these things. So I thought, you know, let's put these into categories and make it a little more simple, especially from a like emergency department perspective of um, what should we really be worried about? I, I, I think like learning, you know, toxic doses of things is overwhelming. Like here, here they are. Just learn those doses and it's super easy, right? That's all you got to worry about. No, there's like a, there's a ton of things that can kind of be a little bit scary. So I figured let's break it down a little bit. Um, five of everything, simple way to remember. So a kid has had an ingestion. Your sort of strategy is what do they get? What's available? Cardiac meds, diabetic meds, pain and psych meds, anti-malarial meds, because there's a ton of those laying around all the time. And then caustic herbals and others, those are the swallows we like to think about, right? Antihypertensives, antiarrhythmics. A handful of those are gonna kill with one pill, potentially. But I, I, I think like, you know, you've got a, a toddler, swallows a pill or maybe more, we don't know, and then they have an arrhythmia, they have an arrest, a respiratory arrest. I don't think it's that like, you know, weight-based toxicologic dose that's worrisome. I think um, walking into the room and saying, they got a hold of grandma's verapamil, and I'm walking out of the room, well, I'm evaluating the patient, and then I'm walking out, and I'm calling toxicology right away, knowing they took an, an antihypertensive, a potential antiarrhythmic, and it has potential to kill. I think that's the biggest, the biggest take-home with regard to cardiac medications. Um, I, I do point out clonidine. Clonidine is one of the ones that always comes up. It is truly one pill can kill. Um, and the, the key here with any of these is cardiodepressant toxidrome. That means bradycardia, hypotension, decreased respiratory drive. That's what you're looking for in a kid that has potentially taken a cardiac-related medication. Uh, diabetic medications, scary. I, I found this and I said the zides, the rides, and the amides. Um, sulfonurias. Sulfonurias are scary. The, you know, sulfonurias in adults that, that overdose on these things can be problematic, right? And then you get a toddler that potentially takes one and there's no way you're going to get their blood glucose up. So um, it doesn't matter which one. I personally don't care about the dose or the, you know, the, the, the per kilogram dose. I think um, if a kid's taking a sulfonylurea, you should be scared right away, and you should be monitoring uh, aggressively, and they should probably not leave the emergency department for a long time, and they should probably be admitted to the hospital for observation. So sulfonylurea is important drugs to remember. Pain and psych meds, obviously opiates, opioids, uh, no question if those are going to be potentially toxic. Um, again, stepping away from weight-based dosing here, really just saying um, they have the potential for respiratory arrests. You know, little little people get a small dose respiratory arrest, and it's and it's a problem. Uh, benzos the same way. I would I would kind of approach them the same way. With regard to antidepressants, anti-anxiety medications, antipsychotics, um, if you go back to that list from the very beginning, the TCAs, the MOIs, the phenothiazines, uh, they are commonly listed up there as medications that can be uh, very small dose and could potentially kill a child. So. Um, 
you know, there's you know, there's toxidromes that we can talk about in our next lecture. Um, but those are the ones to be worried about if those are available and the child has ingested, uh, think potential uh, life threat. And then Parkinson medication, selegiline. I don't know if I see that one very often, but has the same concept as an MAOI. Anti-malarial medications, ton of these laying around. Uh, they 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 are very pro-arrhythmic, obviously. Um, and a small person that ingests this very problematic. So um, I think these should probably be on that list of you know, specifics that you remember, if I bump into uh, a kid who's ingested a quinine, a quinidine, chloroquine, hydroxychloroquine, those are ones that are uh, life-threatening very quickly. Caustic herbals and others. These are the ones that actually scare me probably more than the pills. Um, I mean, I put disc batteries on there, camphor, probably not around very often, but only a small amount could be potentially lethal. Oil of wintergreen, the same way. These things potentially have upwards of 50% concentration of salicylate in them, and so they can quickly cause a life threat. The one that really kind of scared me, I don't even think I put it up there, one of the worst ingestions I'd seen was a child who took a homeopathic callus remover, one swallow, and it was potassium acetate, I think, and ended up having to have like multiple esophageal dilations. There are a lot of potential caustic uh, things that are over-the-counter, not felt to be scary, that kids can get hands-on and potentially swallow and cause a real problem. Um, so those, that's my category, uh, caustics, herbals, and others. Questions about those five categories and how they're lethal? Super simple. Thank you. I got one more coming, right? If you enjoy the Emergency Medical Minute, please help us out by rating us on iTunes. For more free medical education, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Make a donation and subscribe to our newsletter at emergencymedicalminute.com.